if we're being real, we got a bunch of great topics for you today, but we're going to start in the NBA with the defending champions, the Warriors. All right, I got a question for you. Do you believe the Warriors are going to win or have a chance to win the NBA championship this year? With the trade deadline being over, not a chance. And before we get into this, I got one more for you. Do you think the Warriors have a chance to win championships in the future with Curry? With Curry, yes. With the rest of their team, no. They would have to make some serious moves. Exactly my thoughts. So let's get into why the Warriors don't really have a chance to win the NBA championship this year. For one, the Warriors' away record is 8-29. and They only have a 21.6% chance to win on the road, which is absolutely insane. The Warriors, since they've started winning championships, have been one of the better teams on the road, and that's what makes them so deadly. I don't know what's going on this year, but they have been terrible on the road, and that is only one reason why they don't stand a chance to win the championship this year. There's a horrible win percentage on the road. Literally, the worst teams who have already been eliminated from the postseason are like one or two games worse than them. That's insane. Yeah, it's absolutely pathetic. All right, so now let's get on to reason number two. They are very, very close to getting bumped into the play-in tournament. Now, do you remember what happened the last time they were in the play-in? I believe they were eliminated and didn't make the playoffs. That's right. And sorry, Draymond Green, I know you said that the Memphis Grizzlies haven't beaten you yet when it matters. They were the team to knock you out of the playoffs the last time you were in the play-in. So when it comes down to it, I don't think the Warriors want to be in that play-in tournament because there is a definite chance that they can be eliminated and you only have to look at the last time they were in it. I think the other teams in the play-in will be hungrier than the Warriors because the Warriors have had so much success and that will not be good for their team and will likely lead to them being eliminated. Which players specifically do you think have that mentality the most? Because obviously Curry has broken... Who knows how many records for three-pointers in the NBA and has had multiple championships at this point. Likewise, the majority of their team has been there with him to make those championships. So who do you think really has that mentality on the team? That's a great question. And I think it comes down to some of their newer and younger players, which leads me into Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins hasn't played basketball for the Warriors since February 13th due to personal reasons. And if you remember from last year, Andrew Wiggins was one of the key pieces to them winning the NBA championship. They don't even know if they're going to have Andrew Wiggins back. And if he comes back, how long will it take for them to reintegrate him to the team? They're already having issues, and adding another player into the mix will probably only make it worse. With that being said, just the amount of talent on that team alone, they absolutely need him to even stand a chance in the postseason, which is really bad considering he has not gelled with the team, they don't know what's going on, and it's ultimately going to come down to the too many cooks in the kitchen, not enough communication, not enough time spent together, and even with the extra talent, it's not going to help them enough to likely win the play-in, let alone the championship. I also think that the preseason issues that Draymond Green and Jordan Poole have are affecting their play, despite them saying it's not an issue. I don't think anybody can say that they're playing the way they used to, and I believe that has something to do with it. 
How many people out there truly forgive people anymore? Not a lot. There's not a lot of people that actually forget about situations, let alone being punched in the face. I don't see that whole situation just being forgiven and forgotten. It has 100% been swept under the rug, and it will likely come up in very unfortunate situations for the Warriors. Now, the last reason why the Warriors don't stand a chance to win the NBA championship. Think about the teams they're going to have to go through just to get there. You have the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Denver Nuggets. I honestly believe that the Warriors can't beat any one of those teams in a seven-game series. They potentially could squeak out one series win, but again, I don't think that's going to be against the Suns. I don't think that's going to be against the Nuggets. It ultimately comes down to with the Grizzlies is just how Jaw gels back with the team and how many strip clubs he goes to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, back to the Suns. I think the Suns just have too much talent on their team for the Warriors to stand up to. And I think that Kevin Durant is going to be coming for their throats, especially with him getting almost no credit for their championships while he was there. Which is kind of ironic because he left one super team to go form another super team, and now it'll be super team against former super team. And likely, would Booker get all the credit since he's been there the longest? You also forgot about the net super team of KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We have Super Movie Man, Super Burger Man, and Super Injury Prone Twig Man. <laughs> well, come on now. KD's the same weight as Giannis. Maybe if Giannis is standing on the moon and Kevin Durant's still down here. <laughs> good point, good point. All right, now let's move on to the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are on a mission this year, and the fact that they've been together for so long... I really think that they're in sync with each other and are going to make a push. And if the Warriors have to go up against them, I think they will end up beating them in the end. I have the Nuggets taking a seven-game series against the Warriors for sure. Now, it's debatable with the Grizzlies, as we've talked about, but I think that the Grizzlies, again, will have something to prove against the Warriors and will win. The last team is the Clippers. If the Clippers can figure out how to integrate Westbrook into the lineup and figure out how to win again, I think that they're going to beat out the Warriors as well. On paper, they have an incredibly talented team. Unfortunately, every single team that has had Westbrook has tried to integrate him into their program and has been unsuccessful thus far. And we're going to get into Westbrook a little bit later. But now let's get into why the Warriors won't win a championship going forward. All right. How old do you think Curry is right now? Yeah, mid-30s. Well, you'd be right. He is 35. And as you see with LeBron, as you get older, injuries tend to come up more. I think a lot of people forget how physical Curry plays because they're not paying attention to how physical he plays when he has the ball. It's off ball. He is constantly running, constantly pivoting, constantly moving, pushing off people, getting pushed, bumping people. That 100% has a lot of wear and tear on his body. And as he ages, he's not going to be able to do that anymore, which is only going to make him less effective. Exactly. And you can see that in recent years, he's been having issues with injuries. This year alone, he's had two major injuries that's made him miss almost a month of basketball each. So that's a great point. He is less likely to be a dominant player in years to come. Speaking of aging players for the Warriors, Klay Thompson is 33, and I believe he has not fully recovered from his injuries. Really? I would have guessed he's like 45 by now. 
I know his body may be responding that way, but no, he's 33. Anyway, I don't think he's fully recovered. He may be putting up good numbers offensively, but I think if you ever watch the Warriors play, you can see that he's not as dominant as he used to be. And I doubt he will likely get back to his peak form. Not only is that needed for them to continue to keep competing for championships, but when it gets deep into the postseason and they start pressing him more and more, I don't trust that he's going to stay healthy and that his body's going to be able to handle that. If he's not being as dominant in the regular season, I really don't see him getting more dominant in the postseason. And you also have to think about the mental aspect of it too. When he was relied on to do good in the final series against the Raptors, that's when his first major injury occurred. And that's honestly got to be in the back of his mind when he's playing and being more relied on in the future. That will most likely decrease his level of play because he's worried about re-injuring himself. All right, I know we brought up Draymond Green earlier, but we got to bring him up again. I believe that Draymond Green will most likely be leaving at the end of this year in free agency. I know he has a player option, but from everything that has been released from Draymond Green and been talked about from him, it sounds like he's going to be leaving and trying to find the team that will give him money in the long term. Everybody already knows that he would much rather be playing with LeBron than he would be with Curry anyways. <laughs> That's a great point. Just asked Andre Iguodala. Anyway, back to the issue with him leaving. The Warriors haven't gotten anything to replace him. And they won't if he just leaves in free agency. And that is the major issue. They're already having a hard time competing for championships. If they lose one of their best players in free agency for nothing, they're going to have a much harder time recouping that loss. And I know we brought up Wiggins before, but we also have to talk about their young players on their team. They had a bunch of high draft picks in the past bunch of years, and those young players are not working out as they thought they would. All you have to do is look at James Wiseman to see that that is true. He's not even on the team anymore, and they didn't get anything for him in return. And while we said that Andrew Wiggins is one of the biggest reasons why they won a championship last year, do we really think that Andrew Wiggins is going to be able to be a big contributing factor when the team is worse around him? When there's more pressure on Wiggins, that's not a good thing. Just look at when he was on the Minnesota Timberwolves. It didn't exactly work out. And if the team's going to be worse around him, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to have more pressure to do good. All I'm hearing is other teams are continually getting better and the Warriors are continually getting worse. Yep, exactly. And it's not that they're not trying. I mean, they went out and they paid Jordan Poole and they paid Wiggins. I just don't think that was a smart move. We already talked about Wiggins, so let's get into Jordan Poole. He is a fun player to watch and can score really well. The issue is he is not good enough to help an aging Curry and Klay Thompson to win another championship. Essentially, the Warriors are becoming the Yankees of baseball right now. Previously had a bunch of championships, previously had a bunch of success, continually paying high talent, high paid individuals on the team, but are not gonna have championships to show for it. They have good teams year after year, but good is not good enough to get rings. And we're not saying that the success they've had in the past was amazing. Four championships is great. We're just saying they're going to have a very, very hard time continuing to compete for championships. They were absolutely the team to beat for years. I mean, but if you look back at history, so were the Boston Celtics. So were the Lakers. These teams have dominated, and eventually that domination ends. And we're saying 
that this is the end of that domination. Exactly. And another reason why the Warriors are going to have a hard time competing, there's rumors out there that the ownership is not wanting to continue paying such a high salary cap and the fines going along with it. Next year, the Warriors could be paying somewhere between $483 million to $530 million in salary. Most of the rest of the league is down at $170 million a year. That is a massive difference. So for all those reasons, that's why I don't think the Warriors are going to win a championship this year or in the years to come with Curry unless they make a drastic move. All right, I know we spoke about Westbrook when we were talking about the Clippers. I just want to bring something up real quick. Do you think that Westbrook is playing himself out of the NBA? I just don't see him being a dominant force on the team anymore. He has proven time and time again that he can't be that guy to get it done. Yep, that's a great point. I mean, just look at what's been going on with the Clippers. They started off 0-5 when he first got added to the team. Now they're 5-6 and in the last bunch of games, but the first three wins that they've had with Russell Westbrook, he only scored nine points, and the other two were 7-7 seven and seven respectively. He's one of the guys I have beef with the most in NBA. I hate it when players are left alone on the three-point line because they can't shoot threes. They do this time and time again for him. He will stand there at the top of the key with the ball, and all of a sudden it's five-on-four defense. Not only won't he shoot it, he also is specifically looking for one player to pass to and waiting for them to move and get open when it's five-on-four. Drive to the basket, drive in, take one step, pull up a jumper, or shoot a three. Learn to do something when you're left open. That's a great point. He's also just not been playing that well other than that. They just recently lost to the Magic, and he publicly took blame for it, which, granted, that's not something he usually does, but he played very poorly during that game. You know it's bad when even he's admitting that he was wrong. Yep, exactly. And Russell Westbrook definitely has to watch out. He's been on four teams in the past four years, and none of them have worked out. I really think he's on the verge of not being in the league anymore. All right, that's enough about Westbrook. Let's move on to our next NBA topic. Do you think the Philadelphia 76ers are actual title contenders? No, I would probably give them a better chance of winning a championship than the Warriors, but I don't think they have the team around Embiid, and I think Harden is a key player in this. That's a great point. James Harden, as we all know, has had a ton of issues in the playoffs. That is well documented. He's had absolutely terrible games when it matters most in the playoffs. And if you look at a close game that the 76ers had just recently against the Bulls, James Harden had a terrible stat line. James Harden played 47 minutes. He had 5 points and 12 assists and 7 rebounds. They went to double overtime and he only had 5 points. This comes back to his time on the Rockets. The problem with him on the Rockets was not that he didn't have Embiid. The problem was that in the postseason, he would chuck up 40 shots and shoot terrible bricks all day long. Yep, exactly. He only shot 2 for 14 during the game and was 0 for 6 from 3. When he's one of the key players on your team, you need him to perform much better than that, and history has shown that James Harden can't do that. And in a game like this, where your team only loses by 4, that is a huge reason why you lost. All right, for our only baseball topic of this video, I wanted to talk about Trevor Bauer. So Bauer was suspended from the MLB for doing some controversial stuff, we'll say, and they just released how many days that he actually had left of the suspension. He was going to be able 
to participate at some point this season in the MLB, but instead the Dodgers already released him and Bauer just decided to sign a deal with the Japanese Baseball League and he signed for $4 million with the Bay Stars. Bauer will still be making $22.5 million this year from the Dodgers, who still have to pay him even though he was released. So in total, he will be making $26.5 million this season pitching for the Bay Stars. In his newest YouTube video, Bauer released a statement of why he wanted to go play baseball in Japan. While I 100% agree, Japan has awesome baseball. They love baseball over there. It is, if you imagine in the U.S., basketball, football, baseball, all of those combined, that's what literally baseball is over there. It is nonstop nine innings of people screaming, cheering. Baseball stars are bigger over there than movie stars are here. It is an insane culture for baseball. Now, when Bauer said the reasons why he wanted to go over there, he talked about how playing Japanese baseball was a bucket list for him, that he wanted to do it before he died that he went there when he was younger and he played and he absolutely fell in love with it. Notice how he hasn't said any of this stuff before the MLB completely blackballed him. It is all coming up now. So my question to you, what do you think his motive is going over and playing there? Do you think he really wants to play Japanese baseball because that's a bucket list thing for him to do? Or do you think that was the best option with what he has been given? Look, no offense to the Japanese league, but the money in the MLB and the fact that it's just the MLB, there is absolutely no one who would say, I'd rather go play in the Japanese league or for the NBA, say, I want to go play in a Europe league or China league over playing in the NBA. There's absolutely 0% chance of that. It's just the fact that an NBA team, or in this case, an MLB team does not want you and therefore you have to find somewhere else to play. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's exactly why I raised this point. My BS meter was going off from the second he released that YouTube video. He is trying to save face by saying that he always wanted to go play in Japan. And again, while I love Japanese baseball and I think it's an awesome culture, it's not the MLB. You're not going to make the same money. You're not going to have the same competition. It's going to be nowhere near as entertaining as playing in the MLB. Foreign baseball leagues other than the MLB are similar to the minor leagues in the sense of players play there to develop their skills to hopefully one day come over and join MLB. Likewise, players also play there when their career is finished in MLB, but they're not done playing baseball, so they still want to go somewhere else. And that, to me, screams what Bauer is doing. He realizes, even though his talent is through the roof and he's still been working day in and day out to become a better pitcher, he realizes that he is blackballed in MLB and that he's better off going somewhere else. It has absolutely nothing to do with Japan and their culture, it's a place to play baseball, and he needs a fresh start somewhere. I absolutely agree, and I also want to give the MLB props. I believe that your players in your sport should be role models, and if your role models aren't great people and doing something bad, you should stand up and take action. So I honestly want other leagues like the NFL and the NBA to follow suit and actually make their players stand up and be good role models for the people that look up to them. All right, great stuff today. Remember to comment down below. Let us know what you think. Like, subscribe. Until next time, keep it real.